Hey there, Fellowship family. Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things church life. My name is Mark Francis, and I am once again your host for today. It's exciting to be here in the new year, 2021. And last week, we got a chance to hear from John Avery and Wes Gwynn about what God was doing behind the scenes in not just the family life ministry, but just guys meeting together and, uh, and having discipleship groups. And I'm excited to continue the conversation of where was God in 2020. And I have some ladies here with me today, getting a chance to represent the woman here of Fellowship. And to my left, to your right, watching at home, I have Beth Orth. How are you? I'm great. Good to see you. Excited to have you here in the podcast room. As scary as that is, we are here. Adorable. It's adorable. (laughs) And and over here on my other side, I have Annette McManigal. How are you? I'm good. Good. Good Well, let me get to know you ladies. So I'll start over here with Beth. Um, Just give me a quick rundown of how long have you been to Fellowship Bible Church? And what do you do here at FBC? (laughs) Okay. uh, My family, we've been going here about 25 years. Yeah. And um, we came from a church split Hmm. and um, broken hearts, but uh, God mended them over time. And uh, when we came, um, our oldest daughter, Wendy, uh, who is married to the newly ordained Joe Hauser. Joe Hauser, yes. So she is now an elder wife. She is. And so what does that make <laughs> you? Long way. Does that make you an elder? That makes me the mother and mother, the newest elder. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I like that. Um, and the others, uh, Jeanette and Tom and William, were in um, middle school and high school when we came, and they now are have families of their own and, and are active in the church as well. Um, I started with Women in the Word probably after being here about maybe a year, year and a half. There was an older lady who was a mentor of mine from the previous church, um, Eileen Bauer, Hmm. and uh, she came in and plugged in immediately and went to the Bible study and and just insisted that I go, just absolutely insisted and kept at me. And she was not someone you said no to. Okay. So uh, I went and I got plugged in and within a couple of years was involved in leadership of Women in the Word and have been there ever since. Neat. So Women in the Word is a ministry here at FBC. We'll unpack that a little bit more. Um, About 35 years old. Wow. 35 years? 35 years. Uh, Andy Harriman Oxen started it. Mm-hmm. 35 years ago and uh, started small, of course, but then it grew and grew and grew um, and more leaders came on and uh, you know, it just, it just took off. I mean, she said, I think she told me that she started with like six women hmm. and we now have about 150 that sign up each semester hmm. and uh, we have the little hearts program and different things like that. But uh, it grew and took off and mentored many women throughout the church. Mm. And God brought many wonderful women into leadership, such as Annette. And it's just been a very vital part of women's ministry Neat. here at Fellowship for a long time. And it time. speaks to the core of our church, of, of digging into the Word of God, mm-hmm. being a teaching church, mm-hmm. and really unpacking that and doing that together. Absolutely. And, and so, Annette, I'll look to you. Uh, yeah. Your last name is McManigal. <laughs> <laughs> that that might ring a bell with some people who here are familiar with FBC, but if people don't know that last name, right. tell us who your family is and what do you do here at FBC? Yeah, so my mother and father-in-law started 
here. I don't know exactly what year that was, but they started attending here when they moved to this area. Eventually, my father-in-law, Tim McManigal, became the he was on the missions committee, became the missions pastor eventually. Uh, we at that time were living in Thailand hmm. and uh, we were missionaries there with what was then New Tribes Mission. Uh, we worked in a tribal location in the rural areas of Thailand. And you say we, let me unpack who My that husband, is. And his name is children. His name is Scott. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, so my husband and I were missionaries and we, uh, Scott was asked many times to go on trips over in India and the Asian area. We're close to Thailand. And eventually, um, the elders here at FBC asked if we would consider, if Scott would consider coming back to Fellowship Bible Church and being involved in the missions program here hmm. as part of the leadership team. And so Scott uh, joined his dad and became the associate missions pastor. Eventually, Tim retired, and now Scott is is the main hmm. pastor. How did that impact you, as as a wife, as a mother, as a family unit? Yeah, coming so, here to to Winchester. Yeah, so in 2006, we moved back to Winchester area, um, and. Uh, it was it was rough somewhat on the family as far as kids had grown up overseas. Uh, they were uh, used to Thailand yeah. um, and all of that. So we we left to go to Thailand when our kids were either very little or were born over there and came back when they were almost adults, um, at least two of them close to that. And then the other two middle school and high school. So mm. it, it was a rough transition, but I, as a wife and mother, when we came back here, wanted to get plugged into the church right away and wanted to be involved. Um, I didn't want to let a lot of time go by and not know a lot of people. So mm. I joined women in the word the first semester. We came back in June of 06 so I began attending Women in the Word that September. Hmm, neat. Um, yeah. It's, it's two very diverse stories and backgrounds. <laughs> yeah, and and here we are yeah. speaking as essentially key leaders of Women in the Word um, right now today. And this is not just the only ministry here for ladies at the church. We can unpack that even more. But you guys represent this Women in the Word ministry, which really teaches and has discipleship groups or small groups where you meet and just give me the times. Like what, what would a typical woman in the word, let me say pre COVID, what would that, what would that have looked like for you guys? Yeah. So we, uh, we choose a study each semester, a semester runs from September to December and then another one, January through May. And we choose a study of some kind, um, and we gather on Tuesday mornings and Tuesday evenings, there's two groups, and we listen to a teaching in a large group. And then after that teaching is over, we go off and into our smaller groups with every group has a leader. Hmm. And we discuss the questions that hopefully they've done over the week. So by the book that we've chosen to do, yeah. that's kind of our 
how we help. Really good, brings good conversations, I would imagine, yeah. but also it, it, it walks you through together a consistent theme that ladies here at the church can be studying, thinking through, wrestling with, live it out, then come back together yeah. to, to continue to pursue that study. Absolutely. I, I, I like the ideas. So, so now the key question on the table of why we're really here today is where was God in 2020? <laughs> and you guys laugh at that. And we all know what happens, you know, back in February and March and April of last year. And how did that impact women in the word? Where was the ministry and what really kind of things took place in the shutdown and the pandemic? What happened? So that was March, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. March. Right. And when they started saying, you can't have church, uh, you can't go to church. And of course, we were on the wind down of a semester. Um, and so we're like, oh, goodness, what do we do? And then behold, Zoom. Yeah. And I don't know that I'd ever heard the word before. Not many of us did. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> We made arrangements through the very uh, great expertise of the admin people to set up Zoom groups mm -hmm. for every one of our individual groups, which there were 10 of them, mm. eight in the morning and two at night. And so every leader had their own Zoom group. And so we finished out the semester that way. And I will have to say to you that it was grueling. Yeah. It was just grueling because yeah. we have a lot of older ladies in our group and they weren't comfortable with Zoom and nobody knew what they were doing. And Carmen was very patient with us. And then we put it off on a net and poor Annette just about had a... You became the tech guru? She became I, the tech. I did. <laughs> yeah. Four days I was ready to pull out my hair. <laughs> yeah. So we, we made it through by God's grace. We made it through. And one of the things that the leaders are very good at is keeping touch with their women over the summer. Because hmm. We stop meeting usually the first or second week of May, and so then it's a long time until early September. But they keep track of their women and keep touch with the Neat. women and all that. So we meet as a leadership team at the end of May to discuss what's going to happen in September. Of course, there were lots of question marks. What is going to happen? Is COVID going to be over? Are, you know, is everything going to be normal? Um, are we going to have to keep zooming? Yeah, you know what? Right. And uh, I was the probably the one that put the brakes on and I and said, "I'm sorry, but I'm not zooming anymore." Yeah. And so we had to be get very creative, and we just we prayed our way through it. We asked God to show us, and we came up with the plan of having. Um, using an old study that we had online okay. uh, on the FBC website and picking that up, which the audio was already there and going back and getting those books again hmm. and using that same material, keeping the groups together that we'd had the semester before and then allowing them to choose. Do you want to come to the church and meet in a room in, for your group? Do you want to meet in a home for your group hmm. or do you want to Zoom? Neat. So they had three options. Great. And, and they decided, each group individually decided what they wanted to do. And it worked out very well. Awesome. God had his hand on it and it worked out. Well, very well. we know God has his hand, but we sometimes don't see it. Okay. And, and we saw kinda, it. <laughs> what, what I hear you saying is that it, it, we have plans. You know, we think we know what it's going to look like. Plans then change, but then it seems to work out in the end. Exactly. But 
give me unpack kind of what did it look like in the midst of that? Like as as leaders, as wrestling with this, as thinking through what are we supposed to do? How do we lead these women? How do we continue the teaching that we know we're called to do? Where did you see God work? Is there a specific kind of time or place or moment where you guys, I mean, I'll ask each of you guys that question where you just said, okay, yeah. I see God's hand working in this. Yeah, absolutely. I think as a leadership team, we were looking at what we could see, you know, we're looking at what can we do? What can't we do? Is this possible? Is that possible? And, you know, in that we, we made a decision for what, what we decided we were going to do. And and then we saw what God did through that. Hmm. You know, then we saw, well, we made this decision. We didn't, we didn't realize that keeping our group together for, for an extended time. We, we usually every September, we all get a new group, Oh, a okay. new group. Got it. So you have to reconnect with people. You've got to, you know, uh, get to know people again. Uh, sometimes you get somebody from your mm-hmm. group and mm-hmm. things like that. But one of the advantages of keeping our group for a whole nother year is that we have made some tighter bonds Hmm. than we had before. And that was a surprise to us. Hmm. I mean, that was something we didn't think about ahead of time. God did that. Yeah. Um, meeting in homes, um, was another blessing that in homes or even at church here, but we, we found it much more intimate setting. And that was such a blessing during this time where we feel like we're inundated with the negative of COVID. Right. And the third thing for me, I think, um, you know, when we did our normal pre COVID format, we had an hour of teaching and then we have an hour together to discuss in our rooms. And now we're listening online to the teaching before we come. Hmm. And now we've got two hours together to discuss. And that, that was just a huge blessing that I don't think any of us really saw coming. That's neat. It's, it's almost as if like the ladies, and if you're putting the teaching out in advance, Mm -hmm. there's more time and space for you to, to think through what is God showing me in this passage or in this spot. And then you come together and you're able to unpack it even more and add more application to it. I, I like that. It, yeah. That's a it's a good learning format, mm-hmm. really. Beth, how about you? What where did you see God show up in the midst of the chaos of 2020? Well, as coordinator this year, I didn't have a group, and so what my job was once we got started was to visit. So I visited every group, mm-hmm. um, the three that were here, and then there were four home groups and one Zoom group, and then two nighttime groups, and. What I saw consistently was the closeness of the groups, because as Annette pointed out, they had already been together, Hmm. and so they were still together. And uh, the closeness and the fellowship and the camaraderie and just how comfortable they were with each other and how comfortable they were being very open about what they saw in the scripture and what God was doing in their lives. And they really were a little bit covetous of that because they don't want to give that up. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, but I saw that, uh, just repeated in group after group after group. That's neat. I mean, back to, again, our plans versus God's plans. Right. There, there's something to, right. and, and that's what I loved about that worship service that we had a couple weeks ago, just reflecting on the year where the world thinks, let's just get rid of this year altogether. Forget it ever happens. Right. But 
here, time after time, we're hearing examples of God's hand in it for his glory. Right. And, and it's a benefit to the body and it's a benefit to women in the word ministry and everybody else. Are there any other kind of, st- yeah, good. Well, in, in talking about that, uh, one thing that I did notice was that because they had an extended time period and it wasn't, okay, get the teaching over with in 45 minutes and go to your groups really quick because we only have 50 minutes and boom, 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 let's do the mm. questions. The atmosphere was much more relaxed, so that hmm. gave them an opportunity to absorb that in a time when we all are feeling a bit isolated yeah. and a bit cut off from family and friends and church. Right. And they had that space and that time where they could feel connected and feel like that there was a group of women who really knew them and cared about them and they could share their concerns. That's great. It was it was a true blessing. And yeah. it was definitely one. We did not think. It really piggybacks off of last week when we heard the men talking about that same desire of feeling, you know, feeling like there's something missing. And, and when we're all in a lockdown or shutdown and you can't see people like you normally do, you miss that relationship. Yep, yeah. And there's the relational discipleship atmosphere right. that this is providing. Yep. And what a, what a kind of anecdotal stories do you guys know of from the ladies who experienced that? I mean, were there, were they scared to hop on zoom? Were they, you know, worried about uh, COVID? What, what kind of things were you hearing and seeing during the course of the year from other well, we ladies? One zoom group and it was large. I think she had 14 women in her group and the lady, Deb Oman, who agreed to do the zoom group was, uh, she said, by her own words, the least techie person in the group, <laughs> but she did a phenomenal job. And it really provided some of those older ladies and some ladies who were just very paranoid about um, the COVID for whatever reason. Yeah. They had an avenue and they felt safe. That's great. And they were very excited about doing that. And those, some of them had been in Deb's group. And then we added others from the other groups that wanted to be on Zoom. And I love the three options that you're yep. able to, to, to pose yep. to, to where it doesn't isolate or eliminate yep. people to meet them where they are. And they could move. If, they, if their leader had chosen to meet in a home and they didn't want to do that, mm-hmm. they wanted to meet on Zoom or in a, in a in a classroom setting here at the church. Mm-hmm. They were allowed to move around wherever they wanted to. That's great. Mm-hmm. So and it, it worked out very well. Turn the corner for me. So coming out of this, now that we have this new model, this new game plan of what women in the world would look like, what are you currently studying? What's the, the content that you guys Every are getting into? Time. Okay. <laughs> the name of the study is Behold Your God, hmm. and it's by Myrna Alexander. Which, by the way, if you're, watch, or if you're listening at home, Beth is holding up a book. I'm if you're watching, book. you can see it. Um, and it is a study on the attributes of God. Attributes of God. The attributes okay. Of God. A number of years ago, we did a, a, a teaching, uh, and it actually did the teaching on God Almighty Revealed. Hmm. And this is like a springboard from that. This is focusing in tightly on all of the attributes of God. A couple of them. Let me just give a little advertisement here. Uh, God is love. He's all powerful. He's omniscient. He's all wise. He's immutable. He's faithful. He's holy. And he's just. Hmm. And we have, uh, we're trying something very new this year, which I'm very excited about, um, incorporating women within our study who are not in leadership, hmm. but who have teaching gifts. Okay. And we are incorporating them into teaching. We were very excited about that. And then kind of got stuck. 
stunted just a little bit because um, several weeks ago, once we'd had everything in place to start actually today, um, we saw some different things and I felt like the Lord was giving me a check in my spirit. You know, you need to back up just a little bit. Mm. And so we did. We had an emergency Zoom leadership meeting and decided that we needed to back up a little bit, put it off for two more weeks, which means we don't start till the 26th, okay. two weeks from today. Okay. And not do a gathering as we had done in the past. We were going to come back and meet in the big room downstairs in the lower auditorium. To attempt to go back to the original Normal. format. Yes, right. right, right. Okay. But God said no. Yeah. And so uh, what we're doing is we're going to continue with this and we're going to allow the teachers to pre-record the teaching mm -hmm. and we'll put it online and then they can still have the opportunity to teach these new teachers, yeah. which we're excited about. Neat. Uh, and back to the same format of groups here at the church, home groups, and Zoom group. Perfect. And we had lost a couple of registrations because we were going to regather when we decided not to regather and go back to the format we had last semester. Mm. We got those people back and then some. Neat. So God was how, speaking and we were listening. How many ladies are we talking about here that are all kind of connected with Women in the Word? Um... I would say there's probably now 75 in the morning and about 25 at night. Great. Mm -hmm. Neat. And I'll get to kind of more details of what it looks like down the road uh, to, to join, because you're saying we're a couple weeks away right. from starting, right? Right. Um, so if, well, I'll ask it now. I mean, what does online. it look like? Just online. Go online. Online registration. Okay. Online Perfect. registration. Perfect. registration, and Marcy Baber will get it, and we will assign you to a group. Love it. Mm -hmm. So Easy. for all you non-tech people, it's still a couple clicks of a button, right. and you can make it happen. <laughs> Bottom line, summarize this for me. I mean, you're talking about attributes of God. God, and you're studying that. That's incredible. I love it. We've we've seen God's sovereignty with 2020. What what nugget have can you kind of summarize and give us a, a takeaway that really spoke to you? Of what did God teach you personally last year? Uh, there's there's so many, but but I will say that going into this book of studying the attributes of God. I think that if we don't continually remind ourselves about God and who he is, we can so quickly lose focus that he's lost control mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or, you know, I mean, if we don't know him, there is no way on earth we can trust him. Right. And so I'm really excited that at this particular time, we're diving into a study about the attributes of God, because that's our anchor. That's so relevant. You know? yeah. And if, if all of these negative things in this world get us down, we have to remind ourselves of who God is because he's faithful mm. all the time. Mm -hmm. you know, he is a God of love all the time. He is never out of control. And if we don't continue to remind ourselves of that, we can get very depressed and very mm -hmm. down and yeah. very worried. Right. Honestly. Yeah, it's so good. Beth, how about you? What, what's your takeaway? Last take year, away? the Lord directed us to do a study on spiritual warfare, hmm. the armor of God, Ephesians 6. And once we got into it, we realized that it was timely <laughs> because of what happened with COVID. And I think, honestly, I agree with Annette, this is also timely. <laughs> the scripture tells us that God makes his plan, or we make our plans, but God orders his steps. <laughs> and that's 
what I learned again uh, this past year. That's, we made our yeah. plans, but God said, this is the direction that you're going to go. That's great. So we're excited about this. It is, you know, and that's, again, this is just one ministry out of many here at FBC where God is directing the steps and God is sovereignly putting the pieces together to grow us and shape us more into his likeness, no matter what's going on in the world around us. Chaos is going to continue. That's, that's a guarantee. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, and I think that, um, a year or so ago, I, we talked about, you know, Lord, if there's things that us as women in the word need to change or adjust or do differently, you know, speak to us. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, he spoke pretty loud and clear, uh, at least for 2020, Yeah. but going on in the future, you know, it's made us reconsider things that we may not have considered before. Yeah. It is recently you're thinking about it, praying about it. And this is where God has you. Right. And yeah, we said that we came, we said, Lord, we come to you with open hands with yeah. this ministry it doesn't belong to us. It belongs to you. Yeah. So if you're going to change it, we're okay with that. And it's happening. It is. <laughs> there you go. We like it or not. We love it. Yes. Well, thank you ladies for being here and just kind of just pulling open the curtain just a bit more so we can see what's going on behind the scenes. Because I think it's encouraging to me. It's encouraging to our listeners to, to know that God is working, whether we see it or not, you know, he is there. And for us to know more about what's happening here at FBC, I think is valuable. You know, there might be people listening and watching who are pondering and saying, man, I, I just wasn't connected last year. Yeah. And this is an opportunity. Yeah. So I'll, I'll say it again, give us kind of how one last kind of plug. What if somebody is watching and listening and saying, man, I, I need that in my life. What do they do? And what are the times again? Okay. Easy to uh, register online. If that's too much, call the church office and they'll take care of it for you. Mm -hmm. uh, starting Tuesday, two weeks uh, on the 26th in the morning from 930 to 1130 and in the evening from 7 to 830. Okay. And that's it's that easy. That's it. I love it. That's great. Well, you guys are amazing. Thank you for trudging the the day to come in here and sit down and chat as scary as this might be it's going to be beneficial and hopefully people can be encouraged by this thank you for watching thank you for listening and being a part of the podcast ourselves you can continue to write questions and go to our website fbcva.life slash podcasts to be more engaged as well um, you'll get to know plenty of other things like women in the word on our website so until we chat again let's as we've been talking about already today let christ be the focus of our lives each and every day. Amen.